We start in Titty City, where Corey Brooke Davis got caught looking at the titties in the rearview mirror, only to crash and burn in Esto's lineup. DJ More Money More Problems reminded Esto that DJing on weekends is a losing proposition, unless it's singles night at Lincoln Pius. Dalvin Lauren Cook made it known that you don't have to be a boob guy to be successful in Titty City, because a butt in tight pants can be the difference. Scary Terry McLaurin said, welcome to your nightmare, Esto. And Loaf exits the fraud category with a statement victory. He'll look to Joey slide his way into one seed in the playoffs as the new betting favorite of this league. Loaf, 130.4. Esto, 74.8. <laughs> now we go to the swag capital of the world where Trevor Lighting said, we are the best team to ever play in this league. I think we got our swagger back. Ooh, ooh. DeAndre Thrift asked Lighting, hey, Ham Lamore, can you take me thrift shopping? And he's been the bargain of Lighting's year. James Jackie Robinson has broken the points barrier for Trev's team and second base is within striking distance. Last week's trade has Tenny feeling robbed Gronkowski and his one and eight record can't be swept under the Henry Ruggs. He'll look to Leonard Skinner Fordette to make him a free bird once the season's over. But this league has him well within their sights to be gunned down. Lighting, 106.8. Jesse, 90.7. What? What? Next, we head to the farm, where Osh's Woods finally got the week off and he found other ways to score. Osh heads into week 10 asking, tell me how I'm supposed to breathe with Noah Lair. And he'll look to Miles Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who was added to his cabinet after being fired by DJT. Nate once again played with the wrong Johnson, and he said, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. Fool, fool me can't be fooled again. Tractor Cito looks like a shell of himself and can't be blamed for not being able to handle a farm of this power. Stephen Kyler Murray told Nate to dream on because not even my 40 points can help this disaster of a week. Osh, 123.7. Nate, 100. <laughs> we now go to the Centennial Meat House where Alexander Graham Lev Bell caused Z-Tech to say, hold the phone, Cotton. This guy stinks out loud. Tyreek Henry Hill and his team full of good fellas looked like mobsters the way they held Jacob against his will. Jacob can't quit Buccaneers, and he sang, I'm in love with the road, Joe. But no amount of recounting points could help Jacob and Ronald J. Trump get a victory in this one. DK Metcalf was the only Brady Bunch player who didn't skip leg day this week, and Jacob put together the league's lowest scoring week of the year. Sammy, 106.5. Jacob, 63.3. Oh, no. <laughs> Last, we go to Iowa, where the lopsided five-game win streak against Nebraska was on the line. Keenan Allen Iverson was just the answer Sloan needed and left him saying, Jackson? We talking about Jackson? As Justin put a goose egg in his RB2 spot. Josh Poino Allen finally stopped with the jokes and gave Sloan K the player he traded for. Chris Bodwin fell short on Sunday and has Will staring Bodwatch straight in the eyes. The return of Christian Jones McCaffrey had Will expecting Fortune 500 numbers, but he's stuck putting out fires. Slow, 117.4, Will, 110.1. All right, treadmills. We are on to week 10. Uh, good last week, really. Uh, I feel great about it. I don't know how everybody else is feeling, but I 
was able to breathe a small sigh of relief. Um, that doesn't mean I'm off body watch. I'm very much still on body watch. I'm very much still in contention to lose this league to be 10th. But little breathing room. Uh, Jesse Tenney takes another L. So he is very firmly on body watch. Uh, winless since his interview, might I add. So the bold claim that Jesse Tenney made might be coming back right in his face. Um, Will Reimer takes a loss, drops him in sole possession of ninth. Even after the McCaffrey return, which was just glorious. Uh, but now McCaffrey goes back into the injured category and, uh, it's Mike Davis again for Will. So we'll see if he can rattle off a couple wins and stay out of the body issue. So me, Will, Jesse, that's your bod watch. Uh, I'm going to just apologize. I have an apology to make. Matt Karloff, I'm sorry. I doubted you. Um, I keep doubting you week after week, and you keep winning. So 8-1, and one, his team was the highest scorer of the week last week. Um, and it kind of blew up in my face. So I apologize to Matt Karloff. He's very much not a fraud. Um, we have learned that Dalvin Cook can take people to places they'd never imagine. And, uh, and hey, Loaf has some nasty wide receivers. Um, that's really all you, I mean, the quarterback could be an issue. He's got the best side in the league. So Loaf very much could win this league. Uh, we can't count him out. We can't call him a fraud anymore. I'm done. I'm done with the fraud loaf talk. I'm making my amends right now. But this is a very real team. And so I think I still think loaf, Sammy, Nate, and Esso and Osh are right there. I don't know if they're as good as those three, but they're right there. They're they're lingering in the background. So, you know, it just takes a run at the end of the year. And the trade that Osh made, I think, makes him very much a contender. Um, and, you know, John's always right there. So that's your kind of synopsis of where we're at. I have an interview with Sammy Zetek, a.k.a. Calvin Coolidge. Uh, peep, the new, um, peep the new cover photo, please. Because... It's, I think it's uncanny. I don't know if anybody else is going to agree with me, but I think it's remarkable. So enjoy the interview with Sammy, and as always, fuck you guys. Z. How we doing? How are you? Excellent, excellent. Wow. And it's a pleasure to have you. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, wow. Long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> Really, yeah. really an honor. Yes. So let's just dive right in. You're six and three. Your team is just a team full of stallions. Uh, we're through nine weeks. You're sitting second, I believe. Yep. So how are we feeling? We feel good. Uh, internal, external forces are good. Um, markets <laughs> up. Got my shoes yeah. shined yesterday. Uh you know, four weeks ago, the Chinese virus 
tried, tried to take me head on. Uh, and I, I beat, did it. Yeah. You know, I, I beat that thing like it was Ray Rice's girlfriend. And maybe that's too soon to say. Uh, but that's kind of how I felt about the situation. <laughs> so confirmed positive? So in, in a way, yes. So I tested okay. negative and then Hallie tested positive through a different, uh, different whatever. Um, so I definitely had it. it no, no brainer. Wow. But, and you battled through it and you're still six and three. Yeah. Yep. So regardless, so I feel that's, good. Um, that, that's inspiring stuff. <laughs> it's just, the, it's the environment we're living in. So no, re, no repercussions still have your sense of taste and smell and. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Wow. And can you, can you taste a championship run? That's a great question. Uh, I can. I, I feel wow. good about it. Fantasy football is so unpredictable, but I'm not yeah. playing from behind. That's all I'll say. I'm not. <laughs> that's, that's for certain. So speaking of playing from behind, uh, the Centennial Meat House, the name snuck up on us like, I, like the meme of the guy in the background during the interview. I mean, probably <laughs> the greatest name in league history. I'll just go out and say it. So talk me through it. What, what was the, I mean, what was the inspiration behind the Centennial Meat House? Well, first of all, thank you for saying that. Um, I, I put a lot of thought into it. I, I didn't just rush into some sort of name. I, I had to kind of work through some different ideas, but kind of rewind a couple <laughs> years. I was in a bad spot. The team wasn't good. Uh, just kind of negativity throughout the whole clubhouse. And so, yeah. Two years ago, I changed my name to New Leaf. You know, nothing exciting, nothing flashy. Just kind of had to switch things up, uh, turn the New Leaf. And, yep. you know, fortunately that happened. Uh, and now we're here today. When, you know, after the draft, I looked at the squad and could kind of just feel like I had something. <laughs> and so thinking about our league, it's a Wesleyan league. What on Wesleyan's campus is the most indestructible, immovable object <laughs> Without a doubt, it's the Centennial building, right? It's been yeah, there forever. There's... It's not going anywhere. Uh, just yeah. excellent bones, right? So there's that... no question about it. <laughs> Absolutely no reflects my team, I think. Um, and then Meat House. Where does Meat House come in? Really, just kind of again the whole package of the team. Wow. What you know? Just what, what's more intimidating than Centennial Meat House? Imagine if Centennial. Uh, was in South Became Omaha, and they and yeah, and they packed meat there. Uh, I'd be, be scared to go there. Oh, indestructible! <laughs> I love it. That's phenomenal. So, I mean, I literally the first time I saw it, I just, I think I laughed out loud, like to myself. I think I was on my phone, and I just like just burst out laughing because it was. <laughs> it's just it's everything that we needed and more. And so. The Centennial Meat House, I mean, the name really sparked this run, I would say. And so yeah. is this year an anomaly? Because I know it, there's been a little bit of a checkered past with you. And mm. is it fair to critique the academic prowess of Lincoln East High School with how the Spartans have fared in this league? I think so. Uh, I think, you know, naturally we have a target on our back just because of, like you mentioned, our academic past we were sure. just people that people want to you know everyone's always going to want to beat us right so w- when we do get beat 
it's obvious because it's front page news. Yep. Uh, and then, you know, I, I would say there's a wink, a weak link historically in the East crowd, not wow. to name any names, but I yeah. think it, it kind of jumps either. off the page. <laughs> um, and yeah, you know, me, Nate, Jesse, we're in other leagues too. So it's hard to give full attention all the time to multiple leagues, but now we're in a spot where there's really no excuse. You gotta, you gotta show up every week uh, on every platform and deliver. Yep. And, you know, I'm happy to say, you know, Nate and I are doing that. You are. Uh, so from a majority standpoint, you know, the criticism putting, is fair. Yeah. But yeah, you're putting together, you're putting together a decent resume though in 2020, um, yeah. which is something not you can say. So okay, let's just go. Let's talk about the body issue. I mean, we won't name names. Uh, we will respectfully <laughs> um, not point out the one Lincoln East kind of weakling this year. But when it comes to the body issue, who do you want? Who do you most want to see up there in just mm. the front page, the cover? Who's your cover girl? Realistically, well, not realistically, honestly, Lexi's son would be up there. Uh, <laughs> Okay, but that's not an option. So I look at this, okay. and who's on your who's on your who's on your body watch this week? Uh, it will be Jesse Tenney, Will Reimer, and Sloan Kettering. Okay, on the body right. watch. So I was kind of looking at the standings between there. those. Yeah, we can we can narrow it down. But Trevor and Jacob aren't. I mean, they're not statistically. Um, they're not you know statistically out of it. So you could even put, it would be tough to have those two. Um, A lot of things would have to go wrong, but those are the five. Okay. Well, let me start and say, you know, in in last place is Tenny. And because of his name, I do want, even though he's a Lincoln East guy, I do want to see him get last because of his name. With that being said, I do not want to see him on the body issue. Reason being, uh, it's because this is supposed to be a punishment and this is a guy who is going to enjoy every bit of it. Uh, yeah, so that's fair, you know, and, and, and no, no offense or fault to him. It's just something that he's going to enjoy doing. Right. I think I get a yep. nude Snapchat from him, you know, every once two or three weeks. So, uh, oh, absolutely. You know, nothing out of the norm for him. So with that being said, uh, I have to say, and just like everyone in this league, I love this guy to death. Uh, I know it would just absolutely kill him and you'd hate doing it. Will Reimer would not want to be doing that. So I'd have to say him just from a pure punishment standpoint. I love it. He's got a good body too. I will say I would love to see a Will Reimer body cover. (laughs) I mean, I've seen enough of Jesse Tenney uh, Uh, in a nude sense. hmm. And so I think I've seen every inch. And so, um, (laughs) You know, Will, you get the power packs on there. And, yep. oh, that would just be a treat. Yeah. That would be Agreed. an absolute treat. Okay. <laughs> um, Centennial Meat House, looking ahead. I know you're a betting man. Unfortunately. What is, I'm going to say nine and a half is the over-under, including playoffs for the Centennial Meat House. Over or under? Or under. So I'm at six wins now. Uh, I feel fortunate with my remaining four games here. I've got, I've got to go against, let's see, uh, Oshner, 
the Mecca that yeah. is Oshner Farms. The farm. That's yeah. one I would put at a pick 'em. Um, I might sure. be a one or two point favorite. So I'm going to give myself that win. Uh, I also have to go against you, Commissioner. That should be a, that should be an easy which, win. Which, with all res- due respect, I do think I can win that. Um, Although I did beat you the first game of the seat or, or the first time we, we squared off. So do I have your number? Maybe, but it's hard to beat a team twice. Two. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I think I got Jesse and Will as well. So, wow. What a slate. Right. So I've got the bottom three teams and then Oshner. So what a slate. going into the playoffs, you'd think I'd be at that nine win mark. And I think it really is going to take an act of God to be honest with you, for me not to hit over nine and a half. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Powerful words. Okay. I love it. I like the prediction. It's bold. It's it's just what we need. Well, you gave me the champion tag, and it Write comes it with a ton of pressure, but I'm yeah. ready for it. Excited. It comes with territory. Absolutely. Uh, very last thing. Has anyone ever told you that you look like Calvin Coolidge? No. Um, I... <laughs> Okay, this is going to shock you. All right. Um, it's uncanny. I think I might I might just throw it up as there's one picture in particular. It's not like every picture he looks like you. Okay. But there's one in particular that is uncanny, and I think I'll just throw it up as the cover photo for the episode this week. Oh, that'd be great. Okay. Calvin Coolidge. I like it. the. I don't know what number of president he was, but I think he was a good one from from what I read. Had to have been cool. Yeah, absolutely. So there you have it. Just a fun fact. Sweet. So I'll throw it up. <laughs> Please do. All right. Well, hey, we appreciate your time here on the Westland Washups Fantasy Football Podcast. We appreciate and, you uh, and all that you do here. It's great. Good. Good luck with the rest of the season. All right. You as well. We'll see you on the field. All right. See you, friend.